Hello and welcome back to Experience in Gold, a tabletop role-playing game podcast. I am your host and DM, Nick Singer. Joining me are Sam, Keith, and Connor as Catmint, Pariah, and Melakai, respectively. Hello, guys. Hello. Hello. Hello, Nick and listener. Z- listener. One? Are you listening with other people? <laughs> you might be. Yeah, you I mean, might be. It, I mean, some people get together and listen to podcasts together, right? Podcast parties can be mm-hmm. a thing if we make them a thing. Let's make it a thing. Podcast parties. I doubt anyone listens to our podcast with friend there's gonna be a couple people who are listening to this podcast at the same time who just go oh <laughs> well y'all gotta tell me because i don't believe you're real <laughs> all right so... oh you're saying they don't have friend no <laughs> oh i no, thought you were like that's what some you're of our listeners yeah that's what you're friends. saying sam no, I'm saying we're not cool enough to be appealing to friends. <laughs> I mean, that's that's fair. That's entirely yeah. fair. All right, so last we left off, you guys... We were going uh, shopping. You guys shopping. were going to go into town. You got Constance out of the bag and then told her, stay put. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm she's sure awake it. now. Right. I'm sure that's yeah. going to go great. Yeah. So uh, we're going to pick up there. There's nothing that can go wrong there. You guys have just entered into... The uh, the main city area of Nessus. There are demons and devils everywhere. Honestly, it kind of looks like a normal town, except all of the architecture is, you know, hellish. Spikes on things, um, lots of blacks, reds, burgundies. Okay, so like my living room. <laughs> yes, Actually, like yes. your hell, the hell dimension you watched I TV mean, in. Let, you're Minus missing the spikes. The spikes. Yeah. Minus the spikes a little bit. So like, Maybe we just haven't seen. It's like every video game character I designed, designed <laughs> that I like created in middle school. Yeah. Yes, like with the red and the black. And, yeah. Yep. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> it was miserable. My middle school's colors were black and red. I wanted to die because every single kid had a reason to be an edge lord. <laughs> it was amazing. Anyway, that's where you guys are. You guys take it from there. Take it, guys. You guys just take it. <laughs> All right. We're going to take it and run. I grab something off of NPC and start running away. Catman, no. No, no, no stealing. No. Okay. <laughs> Where do you guys want to go? Do you have well, a I'm looking agenda? for something specific. Okay. Same, actually. I'm... Me too. Okay. <laughs> what are you looking for, Catman? Presents. Okay. Uh, what about you, Melkai? I need to find a potion seller. A potion seller? Yeah. I need to find somebody who has some experience with leather and metalworking. Something of that sort. Okay. That's cool and vague. (laughs) (laughs) Like Pariah. Um, I want to go buy t-shirts. I went Uh, to the ninth circle of hell and all I got was this t-shirt. Yeah. Maybe magnets. (laughs) <laughs> one so hell little, of a vacation little glass, uh, little glass sculptures that have been laser etched inside they just say hell <laughs> I like that <laughs> or like those like name um, keychains oh that are gosh. like kind of like, <laughs> like, like 3D on the side. Yeah. but they're all and I'll written. just get one that says like duke oddly enough that's common everywhere you go yeah. there's just a nameplate that says duke duke coffee oh, mug coffee mug that says don't talk to me till i've had my brimstone mm. oh gross i want to find one of those named ones that just says the scarred man so i can give it to him <laughs> next time definitely <laughs> sure okay whatever 
<laughs> Pariah is looking for something to cover the grotesque little socket that is where his eye once mm. was. Right. Sure. Well, my, my stuff is all jokes, so y'all should go first. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, Pariah, you generally have, uh, well, you have a higher dex, therefore higher initiative. So, I mean. That's fair. Yeah. It makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Uh, investigation? Uh, yes, at disadvantage, though, because you have no idea what you're doing down here. Six. Six. Yeah, you have no clue. You can't, you can't, you keep taking turns that end you up back in the, like, the main square, and you're this like, This is oh. hell. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. All right, yes. yeah. Can I help him? Uh, you can try to roll me an investigation, yes. I would love to do that. I'm good at it. I'm not. Uh, I rolled a 13. A 13. Um, you find a small leatherworking shop. I found it here. I point. Oh. At it. Well, okay. I'm going to go in. Is it good? Uh, He's walked in. (laughs) (laughs) Alright. So you walk in, and inside there is a, um... They look kind of like a... They're, they're dressed in a suit of armor. It has just spikes all over it. Kind of an ashen face with a glowing red pits for eyes. And uh, he looks at you three and he just... You don't belong here. Wait. Well, I mean... You three are the champion, right? You're Asmodeus's... Yes. Yes. Right. And he and yes. I are still in the tournament. Right. I give two thumbs up. I've submitted my reapplication. Yeah, okay. Um, what can I do for you then? Uh, this is a little... And he taps right under his empty eye socket. Well, sorry, it's his left eye. <laughs> this is a, a little uh, disturbing when I look in the mirror. Do you have right. anything that could cover it? So you're just looking for just a basic patch? Well, I was thinking maybe something that could could, could help protect anything from damaging that area again right gotcha all right um what's your uh what's your price uh well what's your price what are you charging he says that's not how we do things down here that seems ridiculous (laughs) depends on the level of quality that you want what are you willing to give up it's a part depends on what you're interested in i don't know are you interested in gold no not really uh, candy? Things that taste like pear, yeah, yeah, can't, yeah. Candy? Yeah. Not so much. Everything tastes like ash in my mouth, anyway. One of these, oh. and he pulls out a coffee mug. No. He puts it back in the bag of holding. Do you want like conceptual things, like years of our lives? I mean, I deal in those as well. Oh. Can I give you my firstborn? Uh, you're. Or a, Pariah, Pariah's firstborn. You're a Wilden, correct? I'm shocked you know that. <laughs> oh, come on, I'm from hell. Okay. <laughs> Do you want the robots firstborn? Because I'll sell that. I don't want, no, I don't, no. <laughs> are, are you a fan of cooking? Not so much. Like I said, everything tastes like ash to me. Are you a fan of moonstones? <laughs> and he just <laughs> rubbing his temples. Come on, help temples. me out here, dude. Would you like some of our memories? What? No. That seems like something you trade to a hellish being. And he, he's like, he looks at you two and he's like, out of the three of you, I have no idea how she is the one who understands this Yeah! The most. See? I, uh, um, 
I'll give you some of my knowledge. Knowledge, information. Oh. No. <laughs> I think I have some information. And he's going to pull up pull out the book he stole from one of the devils. Yes. Alright. This is a personal possession of one of the champions. Which champion? I don't remember. It was... <laughs> I don't know if it's specified. I don't think we specified. I think he just grabbed it off of someone. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. I don't remember. Like, I don't I, I, if he actually grabbed it from a champion. Yeah, it was. he did. It I was edited a, that episode. <laughs> it was oh. a, one of the devils that was one a champion. It was, okay. in the, it was in the locker room. Yep. Right. So this it's... holds secrets that I can't even read. Yeah, that's fair. I'll, I'll whip you up something. And uh, and he's going to get in real close next to him. Could you make it reflective? Ooh. How reflective? Mirror, mirror, shine. I'll see what I can do. That's incredible. Book first, though. He hands it over. He takes it, and, like, it just kind of, like, whooshes it in fire. There's a and it's gone. Okay. Uh, can I roll... Would it be religion to see what kind of a devil he is? Um, uh, more arcana, in my opinion. Okay. Surely not nature. Right. Definitely not. Perception. Religion? Yeah. That's what I asked at first, oh. and he said arcana. Yeah, religion, but like religion is more Perception. like the gods and just stuff. Look at him. I mean, True. wait, yes, actually, religion. Okay. Uh, that's a natural twenty. <laughs> nice. <laughs> All right. So, um, you uh, remember seeing this in one of Irene's books in her library in her tower? Uh, that this man is well, man, this devil is a uh, Narzagon. Which are paladins who make deals with devils and carry their twisted sense of honor into the afterlife. Cool. Interesting. Yep. He used to be a paladin of the the forge domain. Hmm. You also know that based on the insignias that he still has on his armor, which you uh, noted is fused into his skin. As just a a pass, uh, like, ending jab, I'm just going to be, I know you'll do me proud with your history in the forge domain. He says, well, that's why I took this job down here. Never really liked fighting that much myself. How soon do you think you'll have it ready? It is a small item. Give me a day. I've got a big order coming through for, uh, Dispater. Any way I could ask you to push that forward. Can you pick it up tonight? Yes. Then yeah, tonight. Tonight. And he nods and turns and, uh, begins working on some armor that he had been previously working on. Yeah, that's fair. Oh, um, sorry. And he turns back around. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I didn't realize you were going to be back to work right away. Um, could you point me in the direction of an apothecary? Uh, what now? A potion seller. A what now? A, a magic drinky drink. He Nobody... wants to feel better quick after drinking something. Yeah, no, um, we generally don't have any potions of any sort. Really? Do you, healing? Yeah. I mean, Not in Nessus. Not in Nessus. I mean... <clears throat> Poison is a uh, deceptive tool. Also, therefore, Asmodeus doesn't like using it. It also doesn't seem like there'd be much need in a place where if you die, you just kind of would end up here again. Exactly. No, no, I'm I'm not talking poisons. I'm talking like I drink this and it makes my skin stronger. Oh, like this? I cast stone skin on you. You (laughs) Mark that off. So as a shadow person currently... Mm Mm-hmm. It's gross looking. Kind of like that, but more specifically to resist petrification. Uh, no, we don't actually. No? No. Damn. I mean, we have no need for anything like that down here. We die, we 
alright, whatever, we're dead, gone, forever. Okay. Or we get reborn as, you know, something lesser, which always sucks, which is also why I stay out of the fight. That's fair. Alright, well, never mind then. Yep, bummer, man. Yeah. I had this real good Romeo and Juliet reference I was going to make. I even brought up his speech when he enters the apothecary shop and I was going to do a whole thing. Damn it. Yeah, sorry, man. Demons and devils don't have much need for that. It's all good. Just going to close this tab that has nothing to do with anything. (laughs) I need tourist gifts. I guess we say this out loud. Yes. I guess we're going to go find Catmint some tourist gifts. You know, I can imagine there's a lot of tchotchkes that come from hell. What's a tchotchke? You know, like those little, like, tiny baby statues with the eyes that are way too big? No, I do not. Oh, what? They're, they're awful. Yeah, what is this, Connor? What? <laughs> those, what are those, those, like, those precious memories? Oh, precious memories. Yeah. I, mean, oh. I was doing that all in character. <laughs> yeah, no, I genuinely didn't know, though, so I was like, I've what? Heard word, I've heard the word tchotchke, but I've never actually oh. seen one and have no idea what they are. They're and just I like keep it that way. The best way tchotchkes are grandma knickknacks. Like imagine the like the little things that your grandma has in her house. Those are tchotchkes. Beautiful. I grab both of their hands and pull them from the shop. I guess okay. this is happening. Or try to. Brian makes a mental note of where this shop is so that he can yeah. find it again later because this is hell. Yup. And he gets lost in hell. Yup. <laughs> I'm gonna. Use- I'm going to use my finely tuned tourism sensing skills to look for the biggest, gaudiest gift shop, which I'm sure there is not one, but I'm going to sure try. Okay, um, roll me investigation, I guess. I don't know, this is how I fully expect there to be big, gaudy gift shops. It's right before the exit. At disadvantage, please. Oh, well, it's probably still going to be a five. Well, you never know. (laughs) Yeah, that's still a five. (laughs) It'd be great if it wasn't. Um... <clears throat> yeah, nothing. You can't find. You guys find yourselves at the uh, the the city square again. Uh, what's the closest store? A uh, a torture implement store. I go in. Okay. Um, oh, Catman doesn't belong there. <laughs> uh, there I mean, these is... are definitely the trinkets you get somebody from hell. There's yes. an ice devil behind the counter with his horrifying. He looks like a you know he looks like a big bug. Mm. Kind of praying mantisy. Yes, and they have um, four legs as we canonized. Did we? Yes. I think so, yeah. We did. <laughs> we did. We canonized that ice devils have four legs. We canonized that they're basically centaurs, but ants. Yep. I don't recall this at all. Trust I, me, I edited that episode. Did I, I, that episode. I <laughs> ice devil at one point? I remember yeah. that. Mm-hmm. It's just okay, in passing. Uh, it was in passing. So it was the same guy canonically. Him? I don't know. I'm no. such a good DM. We just looked at him. <laughs> right. Um, we just looked at him. and So it's the same guy. It's totally is. the same guy. It's not the same guy. It's totally him. I um, The one that you saw the first time, his antenna point up and over. This one, his antenna are slicked back. Ooh, so he's yeah. got antenna gel now. Uh, nice. No! <laughs> and he sounds like uh, Henry Winkler. I um would like to find a two cheap things that are different from each other. Uh, this this devil looks down at you at, when you enter. And you, uh, this is no place for you to be. It's fine. Please don't worry about it. I need two items you would recommend for beginners. <laughs> uh, well, what are you... Uh, and he uh, 
actually, he kind of like s- straightens his like his straightens himself and uh, like you know rolls his shoulders a little bit and he goes, uh, well, actually, uh, that depends on what you're looking into uh, doing. You know, are you sure. psychological torture? Are you more into uh, you know, flaying or immolation, mm. you know? Uh, sure. These are lots of things that you have to consider when uh-huh. uh, choosing your torturing implements. Are yeah. you looking to inflict uh, lasting slow pain or quick pain? I think one of the people... I, I have... I, I, these are gifts for my friends. I think one of them... He lives near water, so I think perhaps if we could coordinate that, that would be quite nice. I have um, a book on waterboarding. Oh, that's perfect. Yeah, it's it's He probably very likes to read. And I look at Pariah and I say, does your brother like to read? Uh, Pariah has walked in, picked up the very first torture implement he saw, which turned out to be a self-ensnaring bear trap, and drops it as it snaps closed. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take I was, that gonna, I was yes. actually going to say, it's like a bear trap type thing, so that's perfect. I, I mean, I don't ask what he does in his spare time. I wish we could Or in his dungeons. He has dungeons. I think. I mean, he is a duke. He probably Don't dukes knows have how dungeons? to do that. Do you have any other, anything other related to water torture other than a book? How about um, a book about throwing people off bridges? That's a good idea. Falling uh, from great heights. That's not very torturous. That'll just kill someone. That kind of mm. defeats the purpose. What if you tie uh, like an elastic rope to their legs and repeatedly drop them off the bridge? That sounds like fun. <laughs> Does yeah, it? I mean, as somebody that fell from the bridge, it sounds like fun. It's kind Y'all of fun crazy. until you hit the ground. Or metal. No, he won't want to torture himself. I'll take the uh, book on waterboarding. Okay, The sure. other person I'm looking for has very diverse taste, kind of looks like me, uh, pretty grumpy, um, and um, really just needs something to cheer him up. Well, you have definitely not come to the right place to cheer someone up. No, it's about being worldly. He likes to experience the world. He's like the only other one. I mean, if they're made of wood, how about something about immolation? Mm, That seems more (laughs) deadly than, uh, hmm. Partial immolation? Immolation for pleasure. (laughs) Termites. And he looks at you and he goes, I'm taking that idea. (laughs) (laughs) I've never had to torture an Ent before, but I'm going to soon. (laughs) Yeah, that's good. That sounds about right. Um, Yeah, maybe like a... Just nature-related really would be a good... uh, I... You you don't get much nature down here, huh? And he pulls this... uh, Oh, no. (laughs) Ornate, like, uh, obsidian box from below the counter, and he sets it on the counter, opens it up, and he says, uh, Well, I mean... Depending on what you're willing to, uh, what your price is, I have some <clears throat> poison ivy here that is now extinct on the surface. That would be amazing. Is it actually <laughs> just like super bad poison ivy? Uh, yeah. It, it like they eradicated it because it was so bad. Yes, it was. Uh, I want it this. was a species that was destroyed. Right. I no would one like could that. Possibly be immune to it. I would like this book I'm and this extinct plant. No, it's corrosive. Oh. Oh, we need to make this a weapon of just annihilation. <laughs> I want to make a whip out we... of this poison ivy. Can can I have both of these things, please? Uh, what's your price? Um, Go can on, I tell you the story memory. about the one time uh, that I got super electrocuted? 
I don't care about that. Okay, I thought you might like pain. Um. I mean, yeah, it's interesting, but and he, uh, he's like, I mean, that might suffice for the book. Mm-hmm. What would you prefer? He says, it is not up to me to decide. I can only decide whether or not I want it. Those are the rules here. How about, uh, the story of how I had to kill my sister? Mm, eh. Word's already gotten around about that. Story of how I had to kill my brother? You're insane. Word's already gotten around about that. How about story my of... sister in a bag? <laughs> You're what? <laughs> uh, that, that time I had to kill my other sister, but it turned out to not be her, and then I had to put her in a bag. What about the exact location of Baba Naga on the surface? No. She's dead. Is she? Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm asking that as Catmint. <laughs> yeah, Catmint. No, like, but do you know that, Mr. Seller? Do you know for sure that Baba Naga is dead? Yes. We used to, like, she used to deal with us all the time. It was, you like, we you had a- You don't know about Bubble Witch. No, we, we had a Bubble day Witch. of silence for her. Like, Catmint, this woman, like, we respected her a lot. Uh, how about that time that we, we burnt a guy at the stake? What? Did we do that? We did that. We did that <laughs> to the, the assassin in Catmanstown. How about, we how, about the, how about the time we journeyed through a cultist mindscape? A what? <laughs> like we went into a... We, we journeyed through a cultist fucked up psyche and saw all kinds of crazy shit. You want to know about a place where they do torture to make demons come through into the natural realm? I know the exact room that they do that. Demons. I don't know, guys. What was that guy who was cutting himself up and then the thing came through? That thing that's was probably awful. A, it's probably a good opportunity for you to pop through and grab some folks. I forget well, if that if was a demon demons, or a devil. If it's demons, then either way, I want to know. If it's devils, I would already know about this. Mm -hmm. If it's demons, I want to know so I can stop that shit. Okay, well, I would like to tell him about that room in the Crescendo's Lair. Mm -hmm. that has summoning and cutting and bad times in it. Uh-huh. And I will draw a map. Okay. About where that is. You finish because... drawing the map, and he looks at it. I don't know what any of this means. It's below the ruins. It's a map. So if you go there, it looks like this. Why are there smiley then... faces on it? I erase them. But that's just... <laughs> she just does that. If you put paper in front of her, she just does that. I don't mean to. My hand just does it. It's also kind of aesthetic. You know, like those maps where, you know, in the ocean, it'll say, like, Yar, here there be monsters. Yeah. It's it's like that, but with smiley faces. Canonical. Put put paper in front of Catmint. She just starts drawing smiley faces. <laughs> but most of them are actually just, like, an O mouth yeah. with, like, the eyes to de yeah. designate that it's like smiling. Like, little carrot eyes. Yeah. yeah. Will this well, work? He pops back in, just kind of just reappears. He goes, oh yeah, that was a demon's. Yeah? Oh yeah. Yeah, good. Mm -hmm. Good. Uh, we're going to leave it open, and uh, I've already set up traps. And cool. anytime one of those come through, <laughs> I'll know. If you find any mortals, you can kill them too. It's not a problem. Uh, I'm just telling you, you know. You need... Those, those mortals there are not innocent, so you do whatever you want. I don't care. Thanks there, for the book the and the plant. The place was deserted. I mean, Catman, we killed everybody. Yeah, but they're, they may come back like Remember, an ant Remember, there colony. was, like, tons of them in, like, stands yeah. watching I know. the fight. Yeah. 
She's just trying to cover some bases. Um, thank you for these gifts for my friends. I'm sure they will love them. Mm-hmm. And it's been wonderful doing business with you. Right. You as well. I wave. Bye. Waves. Like, kind of confused. Slow wave. Pariah now mage hands the, uh, the trap back onto the stand because he doesn't want to touch <laughs> it again. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You guys are now outside. You want to remind me of my boyfriend's name again? Because I forgot it. Laurel. Laurel. Thanks, guys. He can <laughs> have a not... Laurel of poison ivy. Yes. It'll make him hardy. Highly, highly corrosive poison ivy. Nothing. I didn't, I didn't hear, hear you. It. I said it'll make him hardy. Laurel and hardy. Laurel hardy. I don't get it. I got nothing. The, the classic comedy duo. Never mind. That's Laurel why we don't know it. Yeah, that sounds like a thing. I've never heard of that, actually, yeah. which is kind of disappointing considering. <laughs> All right, <clears throat> but you guys walk out, and as you walk out, you see in the town square, center, city center, whatever, I can't come up with words right. You're good. <laughs> there is a large group of devils surrounding one side of the very elegant magma or lava fountain in the center. You can't see what's going on, but they all appear to be looking inward. They're huddled around something. I mean, why not? I'm curious. I'm not going to lie. Briar will try to slip through the crowd, see Um, what's going on. Catman's going to sit on Malachi's shoulders. Uh, If you're slipping through acrobatics, if you're just pushing through athletics. 28 to slip through. All right. And uh, you slip through, and you arrive at the center, and in the center... Of the, of the whole area, sitting on the edge of the fountain, um, because, you know, it collects and recycles like fountains do, so there's a little mm-hmm. area you can yeah, sit, yeah. Uh, is Constance oh. reading the books to the devils. And you notice that every single one of them is just just hanging on her every word. Isn't this amazing? It's my favorite part, because... <laughs> and she's like, and uh, this next part, they actually go to a town um, that's a bridge. Oh, wow, a bridge. Wow, that's crazy. Wow. And then <clears throat> she, uh, she looks over. Oh, Pariah, here you are. Hello, Constance. I made friends. I'm not surprised. Neither am I. They're very nice when you get to talk to them and get to know them better. Yep. The devils here have been very personable. I mean, they have no reason not to be. Fair. And uh, you hear just from the crowd, one of the devils is just, Read the read the story about soup again. I like the part where the town destroys. Yeah. Oh, that, seems, that seems about right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and she, she closes the book, like between her hands holding it, and looks over at him. And says, now, remember, that's not the part that we get excited about. We get excited about the part that they managed to save uh, at least most of the town. That's the good part, is that they were doing good things. Constance is re-educating them. (laughs) And the devil's like, oh, that's, yeah, that's right. Jeez. Uh, (laughs) You know, I was worried that uh, she was going to get killed and... uh... Oh no, that's never a concern. The concern is this. She smiles. And Brian just gestures again at all of the devils crowded around. I don't know, she could have been in the fountain. It could have been worse. I almost Jeez. fell in. 
Oh. This guy right here. And points to just some, like, massive hulking behemoth devil. Yeah. Uh, he saved me. Oh. Yes. What a He's hero. He's a big, nice guy. Oh my god. It pats his arm. Does he blush? You can't tell <gasps> if he does. <laughs> because his skin appears to be made of rock. Yeah. It's, it's Constance. She does this. She gonna be good to be unsupervised in this scenario? Well, did I you mean, guys take care of everything that you're looking to do today? I have to come back at night. Oh, well, that's no problem for you. Yeah. I'm good. Uh-huh. Well, I think I'll stay here a little bit if you don't mind. Malachi, yeah. she, she gives you like three of the books. We finished these ones. Oh. I you've... skimmed over the parts where you just kind of brood a little bit. That's fair. Uh, wow, you already read through all of these. Okay, awesome. There's, um, there's more of well, that they, coming Well, they wanted up, to sister. skip a lot of the parts. Oh. They like the fighting parts, and you just—they all start cheering. They respect that, you three very much. Uh, oh. I guess it's good marketing, if nothing else. <laughs> I, did I? I don't remember. Did I give the fight later? Did I give her all of the books? Yeah, I did. You said you here's the first two. Okay, and then you said I give her all those books. All right, that's fine. So yeah. I was like, I could take this either way. Uh. Yeah, uh uh, no, don't skip ahead. There's a whole lot of stuff that you don't want to miss. Uh, never mind. Just keep keep going all the way through the story. Okay. Um, I left volume six through ten back at the room, though. Yeah. Y- you know, that's fair. Malachi, you may want to get copies made. I mean, eventually maybe, but I mean, you these are just kind of my... yeah. She got a book deal. Yeah, these are just kind just... of my own. Well, I'm just though. thinking copies in case one of those say falls into that fountain. Don't you dare. <laughs> Can I just take I will, I will destroy you, Pariah. <laughs> I'm not doing anything. I'm saying you should think of these kinds of scenarios. Pariah is actually saying that he is actually concerned and he does not want you to lose all the hard work you've put into this. No. Is that right? Yeah, Looks because it'd be insufferable you. if he did. Oh my god, you're so grumpy. I would feel sad. I, I'm gonna look over. I, I trust Constance with them. I don't think she'll accidentally destroy them or anything we can always and do don't magic have to worry these guys will make sure nothing happens true Comforting. there's lots of fights in all of those books so and she says well i do have to get on to reading the next one yeah sorry we interrupted you right oh, it just like right. waves and walks past okay, cool. through the crowd just like yeah whatever just whatever. this is off-putting I'm actually going to hang out and listen to Demon Story Time. I'm curious to see Devil how these demons... Devil, Devil Story, Story Time. Time. Remember, yes, they yes. hate demons. <laughs> I know, I keep forgetting. Um, I want to hang out and listen to Devil Story Time. I'm curious to see how they react to our adventures. All right, yeah. Uh, so you, you stick around. Um, I'm not going to go into too much detail. Yeah. But uh, they definitely love the fighting parts. Um, they they uh, boo when the, uh, when the prestige shows up. <laughs> because I the mean, enemy of reason. my enemy is my friend of course so yeah and they just saw us fight them like uh-huh. they know that yeah so but like you know there's some moments where they're like what and others where they're like no and stuff like that it they was a baby the whole friends. time oh my god what it was, it a, baby was a baby the whole the time? time what yeah that there's there's <laughs> some oh, they've already passed that part oh but yes that was said they were like what <laughs> All right. 
So Malachi's doing that. You two are heading back to the room. Well, I was sitting on Malachi's shoulder, so I guess I don't have any other option than I also hear it. Oh, okay. Pariah, where do you, <laughs> do you go back to the room? Yeah, he goes back to the room and starts, I guess, just doing maintenance and preparing for his fight the next day. All right. I need you two to remove your headphones, please, really quick. Okay. So Pariah, while you are doing just general maintenance on your revolver and things like that. Uh, you hear that familiar whoosh of flame that you've uh, starting to you've been starting to get used to, and uh, Asmodeus is standing in front of you. Hello. So, Pariah, I understand uh, it's come to my attention that you four have brought in a fifth into my realm. Uh, she was in the bag. Right, I, uh... I, I deduced that all on my own. However, I have to say, is that your sister? Yes. Well, then I would also like to add that your sister is the most beautiful woman I have ever seen. I mean, you can talk to her. I plan on doing so. Many of them, many, many uh, people seem to think that. Well, it's not only that, but the way that she commands, she has them wrapped around her finger. I mean, honestly, it gets a little annoying at times. But you see, I need someone like that. Is, is this like that whole shtick humans do where they ask permission for marriage? I'm not asking for permission, because I've already got you. It's already a done deal. She's staying here no matter what. But I you... wanted you to know that there is no ill will between the two of us for my keeping her here. Can I just ask that you let her choose? Actually, I cannot. Why not? You see, I told you, you win the tournament, the four of you can go. And then you brought a fifth in. That fifth soul is mine now, Pariah. And I have been without a queen for a very long time. He, sets the, he finally sets the revolver down. He's been holding on to it this entire time. It's partially mm -hmm. disassembled, but still. Right. I mean... It's my own fault for waking her up here, and I think she'd do you good. So you're not going to... you have no qualms? It sucks for her. It's better than dying, though. And that seems to be the fate of most of my siblings. And he, uh, you know, a smile curls up on the side of his mouth, and he says, Well, <laughs> Thinker's in a place that I never would have expected, but it's alright. You can keep that secret. I will. I plan on it. However, you know... My opinion of you is, uh, shifting again, Pariah, because I assure you I will not let any harm come to her, but I do want you to know the position that you are in. I have no fear for her. She makes the best of wherever she is. Alright, and, uh, good luck tomorrow. Thank you. I do need you to win. I do not want Glacia's champion winning against another one of mine. I can't stand it when my daughter wins. I have a plan. Good. And he disappears and heads out. <clears throat> uh, what are you two doing? She is uh, wrapping up another volume. It's been a couple hours. Wow. I'm she... hungry! Yeah, I could eat. Um, should we head back to the room? Yes. Hey, Constance. I'm right here. Yeah, uh, we're gonna head back, grab something to eat. You wanna come? She looks around uh, and just looks at all of the devils that like, and you guys have actually been like drawn into the story, you know, because she is a very good storyteller. Yeah. Um, but 
the the group the amount of devils has like grown like fivefold. Wow. <laughs> like everyone is just surrounding. Like some of them you definitely know can't hear, but they just want to be part of this. <laughs> and uh, she says, "One more chapter." All right. Well, we'll meet you back at the uh, the the room. And uh, she smiles and begins reading the next chapter. I take and my books get... that she's done with back. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, the devils uh, make room for you guys to yeah. walk out. They're, they're very nice now. about it. Well, we're thank famous you. now. Yeah. That's what I say. Malachi says thank you. Catman says we're famous now. <laughs> uh, a devil that's a little bit taller than you, Catman, just says, no, it's because it's the right thing to do. Oh my god. And he grows wings and becomes an angel. Your alignment has changed. <laughs> so, wow. All right. Putting Constance in hell was one of the best things. <laughs> she, is right. a del- so, she is a delight. I love her. She's well, a Disney princess. Yeah. yeah, basically. I mean, every single one of uh, Pariah and his siblings were all imbued with something. And she got kindness. Yeah. Nah. Duke has leadership. Yep. <laughs> yeah. All Maybe right. Battle. Yep. Pariah was. A philosophy. new challenger enters the room. It's Malachi and Catman. Yep. Come back they home. In. Sitting there is all of Pariah's gear laid out on the table, and Pariah in just regular clothes. What you doing there, bud? Maybe. You're less. You're less skinnier uh, than I thought you were. <laughs> want some help? No, I'm good. All right. I'm already most we most of the way done. And he mm-hmm. makes he makes a line on the table with his hand. And there's, like, just his bracers and one of his cloaks yeah. to the right of it, and everything else is to the left, and it looks immaculate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, we're going to we're gonna scrounge up something to eat. You're more than welcome to join us once you're done. Yeah, love to. Anything right. happen while we were gone other than this? I look at the clean. This is what I did. <laughs> cool. That seems boring. I'm glad I did- wasn't with you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And uh, the door opens and Judith walks in and uh, rests her spear mm. in the corner where she's been resting it and looks around. That looks boring. I'm hungry. Yeah, let's go. Yes, food. Food? interesting. Yeah, what what you been up to? You want to tell us over dinner we can go to that weird bar lounge that's attached here. Do you think it's all inclusive? I'm pretty we sure are as, yeah, we are as Modius' champions. Yeah. Uh, had some stuff to take care of. All right. Cryptic, okay. Priya has been putting it's on all important. of his other stuff during this yeah. conversation. <laughs> Fair enough. And we go to Asmodeus's little lounge, I think. All right. That's what it's you actually guys... called. Oh. It's not actually called <laughs> Asmodeus's little lounge. That sounds so wrong. It's called Hella Relaxing. Yes. It sounds like something that would be in hell. I've seen The there Good go. Place. I know it's all puns. Or is it hella jazz? There is a fly around me. I want to destroy it. (laughs) Wait until we're done recording. Ah, there it is. I had the wrong one. Uh, So you guys sit down. The, uh, a small imp comes around, takes your order. Are we supposed to order? I mean, we just put in food we like. Taco casserole. He says, uh, sure, I'll, uh, I'll I'll figure something out. Meat, cheese, and fruit platter. I will, I can do that. Chef special. 
<laughs> uh, not for um, human consumption. Good thing he's a beautiful. Some, some kind of some kind of human edible meat. Human meat? No, like edible for humans. Oh. Like humans can eat this meat. Yeah, sure. And Judith just steals uh, just a couple pears. You're so weird. <laughs> I mean, we, we could have given you the periest of pears. They were too perry. Yeah. We could have given you perry apples. Oh, oh, guys. Pariah. Pearberries? Pariah's not here what? yet. Oh, Pariah's here now. Pariah. Yeah. You should take the, the picnic basket to Flavortown. You should take it to that shop owner and see if what he eats tastes like pears or ash or ashy pears. I am very curious. That is a good thought. <laughs> I was wondering about that, but I thought maybe it wasn't important to what we were doing, so I didn't bring it up. But I'm glad that you agree with my initial impulse. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Brian is uh, just going to take the picnic, picnic basket right now <laughs> and set it on his, at his side so that he doesn't forget. But uh, everybody's food is brought to them. Pariah, you have a meat cheese fruit platter. Uh, Malachi, they just give you a slab like a haunch, of meat. Like a haunch here. <laughs> yeah, it's basically just like a, a cooked haunch. It's like got one like of them big medieval times drumsticks. Yeah, yeah, but it, it's not a drumstick. It's a haunch. Like <laughs> like the bone is like the rib of an animal. Like you think it might be pork, but it's too dark to be pork. You're not sure huh. what it is. You've never had horse, and you're hoping it's not this. Horse is Yuck. very lean. Yes, and this is very delicious. <laughs> and uh, three pears for Judith, and he sets down in front of Catmint a dish that is. <laughs> What you guys know as taco casserole. <laughs> and he just says, uh, you better appreciate that. You don't know, like, it, it took more than I care to admit to make that happen. Well, you didn't need to sacrifice your own happiness for me. I, I mean, I work here. <laughs> I give him a... Do they take money here? I am an indentured servant. I cannot take money. I'm gonna try to free you. <laughs> you cannot. Okay. Well, we'll see. And he just leaves. I'm gonna make a note of that. We're already, <laughs> we're already barely skirting the line of being on the shit list of Asmodeus. I don't know if we want to throw any more onto the fire, Catman. No, it's gonna be a long-term goal. Oh. Yeah. What else have you guys done to piss him off, huh? Uh. Well, Judith. I've done nothing. Yeah. Okay. Definitely. She nothing. narrows her eyes at you. We Definitely have, nothing. Oh. We have not done anything since um, uh, the whole. Making a grand spectacle of taking down the prestige. Yeah. Thank you, but also that... Yeah. Have... We do stand a better chance at winning now that uh, we have me continuing, though. True. And also, I mean, to be fair, I, I like gestured to the three of us. Was there any chance we were going to do that subtly? No. There's More no way. likely not. Yeah. There's no way. I don't expect- I, I don't know what he expected us to do, and frankly, I'm a little bit upset that he got mad that we did the thing he wanted us to do, but not in the way he wanted us to do it. Like, has he not met us? <laughs> well, you understand why he wanted it to be under wraps, right? Yeah, but like- Well, yeah. Ugh. But we also weren't just gonna let you lose to make that happen. Right, I know. It's called loyalty, Judith. Yeah, I, I am aware. You guys finish up, you head back- uh, to your room. Constance is there. She has a book 
set aside from a from the uh, the other stack, and she says it ended up being a little bit more than one chapter. We finished this one too. Oh, which one was it? I don't know. I'm not I'm not keeping track of it. <laughs> this one's a good one. I put it in my bag. <laughs> yeah, and uh, she says, "How did how was uh, how was dinner?" Uh, good, good. I I, I ate some some potentially uh morally ambiguous meat. I have a side quest now. And that is? I need to free a serving imp who gave me tacos casserole. I've written it down on my brain. He gave you what? Taco casserole. I don't like, know either. It's like it a casserole, weird. but it has all the things you put in a taco. What's a taco? You have to oh, hang yeah, out with my- Tacos are a thing, alright? You, you have to Arena be in my village them. more. You have to be in my village more. <laughs> Though her version of a taco was just a bunch of bacon woven together- Folded into a shell and filled with more bait. Ah, the keto taco. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Well, what do we do now? I don't know. <clears throat> Probably sleep. I'm gonna yeah, go get fighting? my. Item. Yeah, you have to get that. Who's fighting tomorrow again? I am. Pariah. Mm. Well, presumably all of us. Well, except you. Not Catman. If my reapplication goes well, I'll be fighting tomorrow. I'm being prepared. Catman, I, I think says, I saw yeah, them. I wouldn't put your hopes up on that one. Guys, you don't have to be mean. Okay, I, I, then I won't tell you. Good, don't tell me. Okay. Brian picks up the pear basket. <laughs> yeah. And heads out. Okay. All right. So, Pariah, you make your way on down. Walking you fast. Hmm? Walking fast. No. Paces fast. And he's hellbound. He's not very, I assume that he's not very fast walker. Depends. Yeah. He, he can be very, very speedy if he wants to be, but if he's just... If he has no reason to, he... He moseys. I was gonna say saunters. Moseys. Alright. <clears throat> you, uh... You remember the shop. You made a mental note. Yep. You arrive, and you open up the door, and, uh... Oh, hey. Um... Yep. I, uh... Have that done for you, Pariah, right? Yeah. And, uh... I have one more thing for you. What do you think you can give me for a pear that you might be able to taste? And he's gonna pull a pear out of the basket. And he motions with his hand to, like, hand it over. All right. And holding it, he goes, like, what do you mean? Take a bite. You might be able to taste it. He takes a very small, hesitant bite, pauses for a moment, and you just see tears (laughs) streaming down this devil's face. Yes! (laughs) We have to give it to him. He needs this basket more than we do. Oh my god. He says, I don't, I don't know if I can, I don't know if I can give you anything for this. This is, this is unbelievable. Um, you know what? I can't give you anything during the tournament. Any weapons or armor. But I will have something ready for the three of you if you come see me afterwards. Uh, four of you if you come see me afterwards. That sounds great. For now, I'll take the iPad. And he hands it over. It's, uh, just a simple leather strap. But the there's a metal circle where uh, where it goes over the eye that mm-hmm. is polished to an unbelievable like shimmer. This Shine. is perfect, and he puts it over the left eye socket. All right, and uh, he holds out his uh, very large armor-clad hand, and he says, "Kevin, Pariah." He shakes, shakes your hand. Best of luck tomorrow. Thank you. I'll put this to good you. Uh, and if it's all the same to you, do you think you could leave a couple more pairs? Yes. And he pulls out, just, he just reaches into the basket and pulls out another basket 
of assorted fruits. <laughs> and hands it off. He sets it down. He's like... They'll all he, taste he like He grabs pear. one of the grapes off of it, tastes it, he goes, oh wait, this tastes like pear too. They all will. But less it's so. Like, it's like, I'll take it. I'll take anything <laughs> I can get. They're varying degrees of pear. This is amazing. And he takes takes the basket and heads out with his new eye patch. All right. You arrive back at the room. Uh, the others, are you guys still up? Nah. Catman is asleep. Catman is asleep. Malachi? Uh, I think Malachi is still up. Malachi is probably still up. Mm-hmm. Judith is asleep. Constance. So, Freya, you walk in. Malachi is sitting on the couch. Uh, oh, Constance? Constance is asleep as well. How'd it go? Got, uh, I got this. And he taps the metal plate. Looking snazzy. It'll be helpful. Yeah, hopefully. And uh, Kevin would like us to stop by after the tournament. Who's Kevin? Kevin. He made this. Oh, I don't think he gave us his name when we were in there. No, he didn't. Huh. But uh, he's very grateful for something that doesn't taste like ash. Yeah, he could taste them. Yes. Uh, Malachi pulls out a notebook and uh, writes (laughs) a little note. Uh, That's crazy. That's awesome. Um, Pry, actually, you got a sec? What's up? I wanted to apologize for earlier today. I kind of, I don't know, I kind of went off on you a little, and I feel bad about that. It's been stressful down here in hell, and I mean, we're friends. Like, I, yeah. Don't mention it. And he sets the basket on the table and heads off to bed. (laughs) Night, bud. That's a lot from Pariah, dang. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so, guys go to sleep, you wake up. Find your way to the tournament grounds. Catman, you do have the option of sitting in the stands if you would like to do so. No. No? Okay. No, I'm still going to compete. Constance finds her way into the stands, um, and from where you guys are, you can see where she is in the stands, and there is just a very clear ring of devils around her that are like, we must be around this person because she is wonderful. That's why I didn't want to be by her. (laughs) (laughs) She has a fan club. Uh Uh-huh. You would think that Catmint would want to be around that, but if it's not a fan club for Catmint specifically, (laughs) she has no part of it. (laughs) I know it's uh, kind of involving her, but it's not enough. (laughs) So you guys hear the standard intro that uh, Lucian has been doing. Uh, you know, welcome contestants, blah, 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 Sorry. saying where the tournament is at, etc., etc., etc. He's definitely a little bit inebriated. Then again, when isn't he? What else is new? Right? Yeah, I mean, like, he's probably hungover and drunk. <laughs> is, what's that Archer quote? I'm afraid if I stop drinking, the cumulative, cumulative hangover, hangover would kill me. Kill yeah. Me. Yep. And. And he says, and the next contestants, Pariah and Eva. I boo. I clap. Yep. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Hi. Oh, good luck, bud. Go kill her. Well, thanks. And uh, Break a as, leg. As Pariah is walking out, I'm going to do two things. I'm going to cast Mage Hand. Okay. And just kind of keep it near me. All right. And he's going to switch the eye patch over to his good eye. Okay. Oh. So you are blind. Yes. Okay. You are blinded. Let me just double check because I always forget what blinded does for... You have blind sense though, correct? I do. I have blind sense. If I'm able to hear, I'm aware of the location of any hidden or invisible creatures within 10 feet of me. Gotcha. Your attack rolls do have disadvantage though. 
if you have blind sight. Or if you had, even if, if you had blind sight, your rolls would not have disadvantage, but you have blind sense, so you can still see where they are, meaning their attacks will not have advantage on you. Yeah, I can still sense them, but I still have disadvantage. Right. Okay. That is how we are going to do that. And he introduces, or Lucian introduces the two of you, and he, you know, these are the semi-final matches! The mechanical man, the artificial... I don't know what an A would go for here. Asshole! Automaton! Well, that's artificial already. Let me do my job. As Asmodeus just jabs him in the side again. <laughs> Against the stone cold killer, Eva. Contestants, honor your opponents, honor the ring. Do you really want us to bow? Yes. Fine. So you guys do so, I assume. Yeah. And I need you to roll me initiative, Brian. That is 12. Well, you go first. <laughs> uh, As she tries to untangle her veil and accidentally tears through it with her hand and gets her hand caught in it. <laughs> oh, beans. Uh, he is going to do something he probably hasn't done in front of anybody yet. He's going to cast Shadow Blade. Okay. Alright. Uh, so rather than drawing his gun, the blind pariah just holds out his hand, chants a few words, and a sword made out of just pure shadow right. materializes. Alrighty. So that's your bonus action. Alright. And I'm going to Versatile Trickster to give myself advantage against the Medusa, which should nullify the disadvantage from being blind. Yep, that'll nice. do that. You won't get... Won't get sneak attack, but So you're it using also your means... mage hand, right? That's what yeah. that is? That's yeah. the name. Okay, this'll be interesting. And I'll attack with that shadow blade. Alright, so you run up to her? Yeah, I just charge her and slash. Alrighty. Uh, 14 to hit. 14 will not hit, unfortunately. Alright. Alright. She manages to get her hand untangled from her veil, but it is now your turn. Uh, Priya is staring straight at her, or as close to it as he can guess. <laughs> You're right going, up next to her. And then going to attack again with the Shadow Blade. Alright. Once again, harrying her with the Mage Hand. Mm-hmm. Uh, 29 to hit. Yes, that will hit. For 24 psychic damage. Oof. Alrighty. As this blade doesn't actually cut her, but passes through her. Right. Right, wreaking havoc on her psyche. Yep. Alrighty. And uh, you just hear her say, uh, she's like, oh, oh, one of these things, huh? And she will try to hit you with her short sword. And what is your AC again? 18. The first slash, your mage hand kind of pushes her arm just at the last second and moves it out of the way. The second time she swings, though, like, it bats her away, and she twists her wrist, and then comes back in the same direction, and does hit you. And you will take... Eight piercing damage. I'll... Uh, yeah, I'll half that. Can you? Yeah. Uh, whenever 
an attacker. Oh, no, I can't. Because you can't see her. Because I can't see her. That's what I thought. So you cannot have damage right now. Yep. Dun, dun, dun. The stakes have never been this high. <laughs> it's like a bunch of cows in a marijuana field. <laughs> yeah, I was going to make a joke similar to that. <laughs> That's my favorite joke. And then she is going to get in close. Like, you sense her getting close. Like, you can actually feel her breath on your face. Mm-hmm. And uh, she's going to try to bite your face with a bunch of little snakes. Mm-hmm. And uh, she does hit. So you're going to take four piercing damage as well as... This is the fun damage. Twelve poison damage. It is now your turn. And you feel the snakes kind of bury their fangs right into your, like, your cheekbones. Alright. Um, let's see. I am going to attack with the, the shadow blade, aiming for her snakes. Okay. A 21 to hit. That will hit. Uh, 17 psychic damage. Okay. And, and, uh, it does not lop off any snakes because it cannot. Yeah, it can. But it can hurt them psychically as well. One would hope. Uh, and then I'm going to disengage. Okay. And I think that's it. Indeed. Yeah. Yeah, that's all. Rogues can't do much. Well, no, that, that's. I was just trying to tally up the actions I used. Gotcha. Yeah. Alrighty. So, uh, do you have to use your mage hand thingy as a bonus action though? Yeah. So then you cannot disengage. Oh wait, yes, you can. Yeah, I move can. action. I still have a move action. Uh, that's why I. That's why I couldn't do stuff. anything beyond that is because I couldn't right. use a bonus action to disengage instead of move action. Right. Alrighty, so she is going to close the gap again between the two to, of you. I'm going to try and look at her face, like, eye to eye. Eye to get eye. To, get her to look at... You are a little bit taller than her. Okay, so I'm going to look kind of down. I am going to have you roll me a uh, roll me an insight check to approximately guess where, like, the angle that you need to be at for her to see her reflection. Uh, 23. You find it, but she sees what you are doing at the very last second and uh, averts her gaze and will slash at you, and you're going to take 10 piercing damage. Or, I mean, slashing damage. Oh, wait, no, that is piercing damage. Duh. 10 piercing damage as she catches you right in the stomach and you definitely feel that this was a pretty deep wound. This one was not good. However, she misses with the second one. Alright. And then proceeds to try to bite you. Caduceus get three attacks. Which she does. So you're gonna take three piercing damage and then 13 poison. It is now your turn. Alright. Uh... So I am actually going to disengage. Okay. Cast haste on myself. Okay. And then uh, try to use some use a move that I used early on in the tournament, which is kick up a cloud of dust with my cloak. Okay. To hide behind. Okay. Um, you kick up a cloud of dust, and you just hear her yell. That's not going to help you this time, as <clears throat> you hear the sword, you hear her like throw it into the ground next to her, and you feel the sharp shock of an arrow hitting you in the shoulder as you take 
nine piercing damage from that, and you feel the burn of the poison seep in, and you'll take ten poison damage. Ooh, god. Medusas are so much fun. Alright. It is your turn. Then, I am going to... Uh, am I still at a distance from her? Yes. Because she fired her longbow without disadvantage. Well, what I'm going to do is I'm going to cast Mirror Image on myself. Okay. Uh, so three duplicates appear. Okay. And then I'm going to close the gap and with my second action from haste, attack her with the Shadow Blade. Alright. For 24 to hit. That will hit. For 23 psychic damage. Mm. Alright. She still seems to be doing alright though. But, well, you can't really tell. <laughs> and once again, I would like to, if she closes the gap, try to make her look at my eyes. Right. Well, you already closed the gap, because you slashed. If she if she comes to try and bite me... Oh, right. I want to try and make her look at my eyes. Right. Intermission, though. Malachi, Catman, what are you guys doing? So, Malachi has written in his notebook, uh, after seeing Pariah summon this shadow blade, Can we do that? Question mark? Can Pariah teach us, question mark? That's really cool. Exclamation point. <laughs> Catman. Catman is watching very anxiously, uh, peeking through her fingers because she's afraid she's going to get petrified again. Okay. Very this good. is probably the wor- most worried she has been ever, maybe? <laughs> <laughs> Which is like, you know, kind of upsetting because she's supposed to be worried about saving the world, but this is really the thing that she's <laughs> scared of. Right. All right. It is her turn, and she is uh, going to... You hear her throw the longbow away and grab the short sword from the ground. Mm -hmm. And she is going to slash at you, and she will hit. Uh, well, let's see. Maybe. Yeah, she hits me. Because, yeah, it's AC is 10 plus your dex. Well, and I have to roll a 6 or higher. Ah rough. Yeah, she hits you. And I got a two. You're gonna take just five piercing damage as she jabs you again with her short sword. And, uh, you Is do that not... another attack? Yes, but you do not need to roll because she rolled another natural one. Girl, come on. <laughs> and, um, <clears throat> your mage hand grabs her wrist and throws it to the side violently, which she didn't expect, and she ends up, uh, kind of slashing her thigh as the blade reels around. And then you hear a slide as it sounds like she is moving around you. I mean, I'd be aware of where she is. Right. You like you can hear and sense that she has slid around to your left. And you dodge out of the way just in time. You duck really, really low. It's kind of mm. funny. You do a Slav squat, kind of. Cheeky, cheeky. And the snakes from her head, you know, they all lunge forward and bite the empty air. It is your turn. Uh, I'm going to pop up and first try to aim my eye, my reflective eye patch right at her face. All right. You do not know this because you are blind, but she closed her eyes when she went in to bite you. Okay. Uh, so I just do that and then I'm going to attack with the shadow blade. Okay. Just two times. Yup. 25 to hit. That will hit. For 17 psychic damage. Math. Yes, okay. And 29 to hit for that 13 psychic damage. For a total of 30 psychic damage. Alrighty. That will also hit. Do you do anything else on your turn? Um. No. Alrighty. And, uh, 
you've noticed, like, you've kind of gotten a sense of her, like, attack pattern. So you aren't, um, you, you weren't prepared for her to try to bite you in the face first. Which she does. Though she catches a duplicate. She does catch a duplicate. And that duplicate is gone aff. <laughs> and then she will proceed to try to slash you with her short sword. Uh, so that would be a, a natural 20 to see if she hits a duplicate or not. Uh, yeah, she hits a duplicate. And uh, somehow this duplicate parries her attack. Didn't know they could do that. Okay. I didn't either. But you know what? It's gonna be a thing now. <laughs> If you roll a natural 20 with those things. And, uh, <clears throat> last attack. A 10, which would mean with two duplicates, she'd hit a duplicate. If she you hits. still have three. Oh, yeah, you only have two. So she hits she a duplicate. Right, one. right, right, right. So that is one more duplicate down. Okay. Meaning it is your turn. Oh. I'm going to cast invisibility on myself. <coughs> okay. Uh, and slip around behind her. Okay. And attack her with the shadow blade from hiding while also doing the mage hand. Is invisibility a bonus action? No, but I have haste. Oh, yeah, that's right. Um, roll me a stealth check. 25. She follows you. You, uh, you don't know this. Do you take the eye patch off? No, I'm invisible. Though. Right. She notices the footprints, and she follows you. So I would notice that she's turning because yes. I'm aware of her. Uh, no, you don't. Okay. Nat 20. It uh, is nothing but 1s and 20s with this girl. <laughs> then I'm gonna attack. Alright. 24 to hit. That will hit, but you do not get the sneak attack. For 21 psychic damage. Ooh. And that spikes my invisibility. Yes, it does. To which she will then proceed to try to slash at you. I got a natural 20 for to, to see if she got a, <laughs> a duplicate. I'm just going to keep shaking my head at all of this. Um, yeah, it this one just keeps parrying them and you're like, what is going on? Did my image gain sentience? <laughs> it's me. I'm your long lost brother, uh, Miraria. Ugh. Mariah? Mariah. Mariah. You're, you're I am Mariah. Half, your fraternal twin, Mariah. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, she's gonna swing again with her short sword. Uh, that'll hit a duplicate. Or, no, and that'll she, hit me. That'll hit me, sorry. She hits you, and you are going to take seven piercing damage, and she will try to bite you in the face again. Another natural 20. Mariah is putting in work? Wow. <laughs> Mariah's doing good, man. Wait. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Grand. It parries again. <laughs> I have to do something with this now. I have no other options. It's made, your turn. He's made 320s. I know. I don't know what to do. <laughs> it's your turn, Mariah. Mariah is the final boss of this campaign. <sighs> No, Mariah's the secret boss. <laughs> I'm gonna attack with the Shadow Blade first. Okay. For 16 to hit. That will hit. For 21 psychic damage. Alright. Normally I say, make it happen. And then you get to describe it. 
I'm going to take over on this one, though, because Mariah has made a special case. (laughs) (laughs) So, you two, watching Pariah, you see that this duplicate, this mirage, this mirror image of him, has been somehow blocking attacks physically. Hmm. They're not supposed to be able to do that, right? Mm-mm. Hmm. Do yours do that? Mine don't do that. Yeah, mine definitely <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> I only it's ever accidentally the- cast that spell, even though I can fully do it on my own, and I, it never does that. Huh. And you see this mirror image, and what do these mirror images look like? Are they kind of watery in texture? What do they look like? Um, actually, since I'm gonna say that Pariah's probably just pulls in from whatever is around them. Okay. So since it is a sand arena, they're mostly like dust and sand. Okay. So the sand like falls off, like it falls off and there's still a humanoid duplicate of you there in a glassy watery style, right? And you guys see this happen. You see this watery pariah kind of just meld, like it overlaps with him for a second. You see them... You see Pariah hop backwards, and then the two of them split back again as they just run forward, and both of them slash at her. Mm. And he dissipates the Shadow Blade, and the Medusa drops down to one knee, and then falls face down. The music goes back to the tournament music, and Lucian yells, And the winner! Doing something that I don't even quite under- wait- Oh, I got it. I understand what's going on here. Ow! The winner is Pariah! Malachi, cheers! Catman's jumping up and down, just screaming. Just not saying yay or anything, just like, ah! (laughs) 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 And uh, you feel the healing of, uh, you know, you feel that infernal healing, which it's great, but it feels wrong. Uh, Wash over, and you... uh, see the Medusa stand up, walk towards you, and just go, so that's new, isn't it? What's new? Mirror images don't do that. Do what? Yeah, okay. Uh, and she just and walks then he's off. And turn. he's gonna put the eye patch back over his bad eye. <laughs> <laughs> I really like the idea that Pariah doesn't know he doesn't what just know. happened with Mirror. No. <laughs> he, no he has no idea. Yeah, I love you felt, that. You felt like a wave of something for a brief second, and then you felt yourself compelled to run forward and slash. Yep. And she goes, yeah, okay, whatever. What do you mean? And walks off. Alright. I'm gonna head out (laughs) towards the exit. Is the image gone now? Yes, the image is gone. Okay. Malachi is standing there with a notebook, like, the second you get there, I need you to tell me everything, how, and can I do it too? Everything. How? No. And he's gonna put his hand on Malachi's shoulder and walk past. <laughs> Oof. I should have expected that. Malachi closes the book. <laughs> Alright. And the announcer, Lucian, you hear him say, And the next fight, Judith versus Malachi! Which is what we will get to next time. Woo! Can't wait! Alright. So, <clears throat> thank you for listening. Uh, to this episode, music this episode was done by uh, Kevin McLeod and Perry Tune, as is most of the music for these episodes. But hey, you know, it's great. You love it. Um, there are links to our social media 
at Xband Gold on Twitter, Experiencing Gold on Facebook. We even have an email. You guys know they're right down there. You can find them. Say hello, comments, threats, bribes, especially bribes. <laughs> especially bribes. We'd love some bribes. I love mm-hmm. bribes. Not really, actually. It makes me feel bad. Um, yeah. And, uh, of course, last but not least, uh, we would love reviews. Oh, hold on, on- hold on, guys. Hold hold on. My my dog knocked on the dang old door. Oh. Um, yeah, she does not like closed doors. Oh, yeah, I yeah, know that. It's, it's weird. Um, I'm just, oh, hold on. She, she's coming up to me. She, she's got something in her mouth. Hold, hold on, let me see. Are we going to cut this? It's a, it's a piece of paper. What? It's a, it says, uh, it says, write iTunes reviews. <laughs> make, make dog happy. Oh my God. Guys, oh, my, brilliant. Yeah, guys, my, my dog really wants you all to give us some great reviews on iTunes or uh, Google Play or wherever you can leave podcast reviews because it helps us get seen. And it helps us get noticed, and it helps new people find the podcast. And you don't want to disappoint my fifteen-year-old dog, do you? You're not Holy a monster, shit, are you? Fifteen? Yeah. Dang. Mm-hmm. You don't want to make an old. You don't want to break an old dog's heart, do you? You're not a monster, right, Derek? If there is a Derek listening right now, I just blew their mind. <laughs>